You are now listening to Showtime Unplugged, presented by Johnny Showtime Productions. Johnny! Fucking Showtime! Showtime. Showtime. These guys are standing around all day, flexing like they're on episode of Showtime Unplugged. I am your host, Johnny Showtime, and here today I am with a fantastic human being that I met about a year or two ago. And uh, since we met, we just always clicked and always stayed very friendly and, uh, you know, talked every now and then and whenever we saw each other at parties and stuff. Uh, I'm going to give him the same introduction he gave me during one of his huge uh, beer Olympics. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom fucking Franz. How you doing, guys? How's everything? <laughs> How's it going, man? Good. Uh, glad to have you finally on. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm glad I to was, be here. Here's the thing, is that when we, uh, when I saw you about, what was it, Memorial Day? Was yeah, it Memorial was Day? Memorial Day. So yeah. Memorial Day, I saw you, and I, you asked me about the podcast, and I told you, like, yo, I want you to come on. And you were at first like, ah, nah, it's not really my thing, this, that, and this. And I was like, all right. And, like, th- and I did want to talk about your film yeah and you know i'm i'm normally behind the camera i'm (laughs) behind the mic i'm I'm not used to being uh on but you know what what better place to be than uh showtime unplugged hey that's it it, damn that hit me right in the feels i'm not gonna (laughs) lie (laughs) thank you for that Uh, but honestly i'm glad that uh you ended up actually you know thinking about it and actually like you know we're like you know what let me go on showtime unplugged uh, so definitely very happy to have you. I guarantee you all the guests are going to be really interested. I've already had a lot of questions about exactly um, what you're doing and, and exactly how you got an Emmy, uh, Emmy uh, nomination. Sorry for the stuttering. It's been a very long day for me. Okay. But before we get into that, let's get I always like to um, mention to the listeners how me and the guests have met. So we met through your... Stepbrother? My, yeah, my stepbrother Danny. Uh, you play hockey with him, right, on the team? I do. And, uh, you know, I, I started going to watch Danny's games, and uh, everybody had these stickers with uh, the famous Johnny Showtime on them, and he introduced <laughs> me. There you go. The rest is history. But. Yeah, I'll never forget. Um, I was I was like about two or three Beer Olympics deep into announcing, and I heard about Franz Fest. And... He, Danny was like, oh my God, like, because he asked me to see videos and I was showing him videos. He goes, dude, we should have done this for, for what my, me and my brother do. And I was like, I was like, what's that? And he told me everything about it. And then he texts me one day. He goes, yo, my brother wants you to do Franz Fest. And I was like, I would be fucking honored. Are you kidding me? And then you came to uh, the restaurant. We uh, typed up some stuff together and we uh, ended up knocking it out of the park, I believe. Yeah, so I mean, for those who don't know, Franz Fest is uh, a beer Olympics that we do every year, and uh, 
John, Johnny came and just knocked it out of the park, man. He he threw some shots right off the right off the bat at Team Italy. What'd you call him? A bunch of sloppy jalopies. I called him a bunch of sloppy jalopies. Yo, yeah. those kids were drunk before it even started, and they were yelling at me during my intro. I wasn't gonna roast Team Italy until they they, they started talking hella shit to me. So I, I had to let them know what's good. Yeah, I think that was like the highlight of France Fest this year. I mean, it was our third year, and I mean this year going to be bigger and better as always. So. Yeah, we'll definitely get into that later towards the end of the show just because uh, I definitely want the main subject to be about your film. Um, well, first off, like your current job. Um, yeah, so I, I work for uh, News 12. That's, that's my uh, day job. I'm a photographer, videographer, chopper photographer. Um, and yeah, it's a great job. It, it uh, helps me be creative every day, which is, is pretty cool. That's definitely super cool. My question to you is, how did you get into that? Um, so I went to Nassau Community and I took a couple electives and, you know, I, I took a video field production class and I was like, wow, I, you know, I actually like this. My professor was actually the one that pushed me into actually pursuing it as a career. Damn. Before that, I went to state college for aquaculture. I was a fish farmer. Well, that's holy like, shit. what a change, huh? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, but you still, yeah, you still fish when Danny takes the boat. Yeah, yeah. I always, right? I always loved fishing. So oh, I yeah. thought I was going to do that as a career, yeah. but, uh, it just didn't, it wasn't for me. Oh yeah. Not. I hear you. I mean, look, everyone, like, especially kids our age and stuff, like we're still very young. So it's still, you know, we're still trying to figure out exactly what we want to do with our lives. Um, but I tell Danny all the time, like, I want to go fishing and everything. It's just my schedule right now sucks. Like, I love fishing when I was a young kid. I really did. And, like, I still do. I think it's, like, one of the coolest things in the world. And you know? he's he's the man to go with, man. You're always on the fish with Danny. So. Oh, yeah. he That kid is a lunatic. Yeah. Definitely a lunatic. So let's get into your film. Um, I did announce it on Instagram for, again, people who, who might have forgot. Uh, it's Beyond the City Skyline. Yeah, yeah, Beyond the City Skyline. I mean, it's a, a film showcasing hunting in New York, specifically on Long Island. Um, and, you know, it's kind of a glimpse into the hidden side of New York. It's, it's you know, New York is always pictured as the concrete jungle or the big city. It's not looked at as somewhere with his giant fields or, you know, wide open bays that people actually go out there and hunt. Exactly. And it's crazy because it, you're 100% right. Anyone that lives out of state and doesn't really know about New York, but the first thing they go is like, oh, city folks. Like I have friends in Canada. And when I met them uh, through Xbox, I said to them, I was like, yeah, I'm from New York. And they're like, oh, you, you city bitch. And I was like, no, like actually I live on the island and it's definitely nothing like the city. They're like, wait, all of New York isn't city. I was like, no, like New York has like everything. It's the only a, thing New York doesn't have is a desert. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's a huge like misconception. And I mean, I've I've done the same thing. I've been places. I've talked about hunting, and they're like, there's no hunting in New York. <laughs> like, you know, and I mean, not even just upstate, but where we hunt on Long Island is, you know, it's a half hour away from the city and yeah. there's big fields and actually it's a huge destination for waterfowl hunting. Yeah. And that's what, um, you definitely love to hunt for. That's, is that like your main thing? But I mean, I know you do turkey hunting as well. Right. So this film, I mean, it's based on my two passions and you know, what I think I enjoy most on the Island is 
pheasant hunting, upland game, and uh, waterfowl hunting. So it kind of shows also the two different sides of Long Island hunting mm-hmm. over a field, over land, and over water. Oh, yeah. What so, actually got you into hunting? Um, so Danny, I mean, like, yeah. like we said, he's, he's the outdoor man. He's been doing it since he was a kid. And as soon as I, you know, he asked me if I wanted to go, I went once with him and I got hooked, man. I mean, yeah. everything from that moment was, I want to be out in the field. <laughs> and, and you know what? I think the photography aspect of it makes it even better for me because so, sometimes I don't even shoot. I don't even use a gun. You know, you I just, just go out there. And I film. bring my camera and I take some photos or, or uh, some video and it's just as good for me. That is super cool. Honestly, I hope I actually would love to come with not even I don't even care about like the, the gun part either. Just like to experience it. I mean, it just seems super cool. Yeah, I've taken people walking. You know, they, you don't have to have a license to walk if you're not going to, you know, actually yeah. hunt and immediately people want to get into it and uh you know they see what it's really about it's not about killing and you know people look at hunters in a certain way but it's it's really not about that and i think that's what this film really you know shows people yeah absolutely i'm i'm a huge fan like i said i i cannot actually wait to see the the finished product of it i think it's gonna be cool i saw the teaser the teaser was super awesome um the guys that you had that you were interviewing and that were in the film, how did you meet those guys? So, uh, yeah, I mean, I actually didn't know them before I started doing this film. I actually <laughs> just really? put I'm in a, a Long Island duck hunting group on Facebook and I put that I was looking for people to do this out there. And this guy, John Photos, he's uh, he's one of the lead guys in the film. What a character, man. He, yeah. he really is an awesome guy. And he I got a ton of feedback like people wanting to be a part of it but it was all through messages on facebook but i left my number and john was the only one that called me really he called me and said i want to be a part of this i have this great group of guys and you know i said as soon as he called me i was like you're in but he wanted to meet me first he wanted me to meet the guys and make sure they were what i was looking for so i went out we had a couple beers (laughs) and uh you know, he. I knew as soon as I walked in the door that these were going to be the guys for the film. That's so awesome. That's crazy. Honestly, like Facebook definitely, you know, as much as people say it definitely like, you know, pushes people in for each other constantly arguing. It also does bring a lot of people together because there's a, a lot of groups in the world, uh, in the world on Facebook that are like super cool. Like I just joined this group uh, uh, about basically restaurant workers, like servers. And like everyone basically goes on there and like complains and then people just like back them up and they're just like, oh, like, listen to this story. Listen to this story and like this and this and this person didn't tip me and this person walked out like shit like that. And it's just like funny how like, oh, like it's 55,000 people in this group and they're all within the United States. And it's just so funny how like even though we're in New York and they're in like California or they're in Texas, like we're still connecting and still going at it and like making fun of the same shit just because you know we've experienced it together yeah i mean it's it's good and bad like you said and i mean most of the stuff that i got was good and even the people that didn't want to be in the film Mm -hmm. they still wanted to be involved so i actually started a uh an indiegogo page which is like a gofundme yeah for the film to you know to get the budget to begin production yeah and people would message me any way I can help. You know, they donated and 
even if it was $10, it was $10 that helped me get towards the goal. Yeah. And I wouldn't be able to make this without that. So see, I'm going to definitely blame myself for not donating because you sent it to me and I read it quick. I said, what the fuck is this? And I was like, this is probably some bullshit or like someone hacked or whatever. And I just swiped and I was like, whatever, I'm not answering this. And then like months later, you announced like, oh, I made, uh, I made the, uh, the goal or whatever, what you were trying. And I was like, wait a second. I totally just denied something that I should have fucking actually read into. I, I Dude, it's like all good. I mean, the, the amount of support that we had, I, you know, I just wanted to reach my goal so we can do it, you know? Yeah. So, and we did, and we reached the goal and, uh, you know, like I said, it's, Every part of that money goes towards the film, whether it's yeah. renting equipment or, you know, just uh, mixing, ma- mis- mixing and mastering or anything like that. It, it all goes towards the film. So um, it, it, I couldn't do without it for sure. Oh, yeah. Now, I think that's super cool that so many people got on, like, I guess the bandwagon, for lack of better words. And like, you know, we're like, yo, like, let's let's get this rock and let's get this going. And I. I I think it's freaking awesome. And what's cool about it is like, it's your, it's like your baby. Like you created this and you're like head of everything and you make, you're making all the decisions on it and all that good stuff. And it's just like, do you like look back on it? And you're just like, holy crap, I can't believe I'm doing this. Oh, every day. <laughs> yeah, every day. I mean, I listen, I, I make things that go on TV every day yeah. for News 12, but they're small one minute to two minute videos, you know, and they're, they're news packages. You can't get that creative with it. Mm-hmm. So I've always had projects on the side that I like to do, but this is by far my biggest project. And, and, you know, it's, uh, I'm taking it on by myself, but I do have people that help my, my buddy Dylan. He's, uh, he's a great filmmaker and he helps me along the way. My other buddy, Ryan, he's come along just to move stuff around. So, you know, I, I have people behind me. It's not just me, even though it's my project. Nice. Very cool. Now, you taught you self-taught or was it schooling to teach you how to do all the editing and stuff? That was all school? Well, no. I mean, I like I said, I went to Nassau. So yeah. it wasn't a great school for, for video, but it did get me where I needed to be to to start picking it up. Otherwise, pretty self-taught. You know, I, between... Like I said, my friend Dylan, we just bounce stuff off each other and between learning over friends and, and YouTube, I mean, YouTube is a huge platform. You can learn anything from YouTube. So, um, that's definitely a fact. I I've definitely, anytime I don't know how to do something, the first thing I do is like, I go into Google and I type in, I'm like, how do you, and I write it out and there's like a million videos and it's just like, wow, like the people that make the, the how to videos. Honestly, Nobel Peace Prize winners right there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's just, it's awesome to have. It, <laughs> it, it, it really is. Hell, yeah. Now, um, that, did, did thinking, I got two questions about, did the thinking of the name take a little bit or did it just come, come to you? It did. I mean, I it, it had a couple variations. It was along the same lines, but I think that just kind of flowed the, the best. And I actually... Thinking of the name came after doing a poster for the film. I knew what I wanted to look like, mm-hmm. and I just needed to put that into words. And it was a little difficult, but after, I, I mean, I think I thought of the name in like a day and a half. Like once I had it, 
I didn't think of anything else. Yeah. I, knew, I knew that's what I wanted because it, it really represents what we're doing. We're going beyond the city. And actually, some of the spots that we hunt, you can see the city skyline from. Really? There's a couple spots in Port Washington and up on that shore. You can see New York City skyline right that's from there. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, is it like kind of sort of in the distance-ish, though? Is oh, that, yeah, yeah. It's definitely in the distance. I mean... I, I have shots of it though, you know. Yeah, yeah. you got to show me those. That sounds super fucking yeah. awesome. Um, the other thing is, how long do you think is this film gonna be? So the goal right now, I mean, everything can change. Uh, first of all, the the uh, my expectation is for it to come out in sometime in January. Uh, my biggest problem is that the season closes, mm. so I can't shoot over the summer. Yeah. So I'm just taking the summer to edit. And make sure I have everything I need. And then I'm going to start shooting again in the fall when the hunting season season opens. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be a two-part series, as I said before, um, of upland, game, and waterfowl. And each part, I'm hoping to be 15 minutes each to make it a half-hour film. Ooh, that'd be cool as hell. Yeah. That's really wow. And you're going to keep this on YouTube or you have any... Uh, uh, so I'm going to enter it in, in film festivals uh definitely first before it goes on youtube oh yeah i'm gonna have a screening for it so if anybody wants to come to that i mean you can go to btcsfilm.com that's the uh the film's website and the information will come up there when that comes um i want to come to this screening so oh absolutely I, I, if you need a hype man i'm gonna to have you announce the screening oh. I mean, why, why wouldn't i that would be fa- the fact that I am your go-to announcer is incredible. I mean, who's better? <laughs> Who am I going to get this better? <laughs> That's I, I hate to disagree with you, but I can't. So I agree with you 100. Uh, <laughs> percent Now, now the, the 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 most important question that I have is where did the dogs come from? So, uh, like I said, John photos. <laughs> he actually he breeds his dogs and he trains his dogs. Um, that he has, well, he just had another puppy. So he has three Britneys, uh, Britney Spaniels. Nice. And his neighbor, Pete, who is also in the fi- uh, film has another one of his puppies too. So there's four dogs. And let me tell you, man, these dogs are incredible. They're actually probably the best part of the film. They really? are so incredible that they just know exactly where to go. They're smelling the birds they're working out there. They're not playing around. They're not looking for treats, anything. Bunch they, of good dogs. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, John puts in a ton of work training them. and uh, I've never seen more obedient dogs. Sheesh, that's super cool. Now, um, are these dogs paid actors? Uh, I mean, <laughs> they definitely get their treats after. And, uh, <laughs> you know, they definitely should be. Because like, like John says in the film, which, you know, you're going to see, it's them that's really hunting. They're, mm-hmm. We're just there to take the shot. Uh, it's, but watching them work is the best part of going out. Hell yeah. Dogs are like the coolest, coolest like animals in the world because like they, they're just so like not only loyal, but like they're always, they're so smart. And watching them like on the prowl is pretty crazy. Like my dog, Sammy, uh, definitely could be a little wild, loves chasing squirrels and stuff. One night I let him outside and he caught a bird. Now, I, he, I think he did some damage to this bird because the bird was not flying away. It was holding up its wings and it was like 
chirping, I guess, for like, yeah, chirping at my dog and my dog's growling and barking at it. And he's like, his tail's up and he's like in the position. And I ran outside and I was like, what is my dog attacking right now? Like, holy shit. So I went out, I grab him and the freaking bird, like, I, I think he broke the bird's wing. He would have killed the bird if I didn't yeah. go out there. We got to get that dog out in the field. <laughs> I'm telling you, this Sammy uh, is a very, very fast dog. And honestly, I could definitely see him being a sweet hunting dog. I have a beagle. Oh, there you go. But the issue is he's very overweight. Yeah. Uh, he, he actually, a lot of beagles are. Yeah. My girlfriend has a beagle, but he's he's great. I mean, he's not overweight, but... He's going to be 14 years old in August. Wow. And, I, and I've had him since he was six months old. And he, like, I think the issue with beagles is if they aren't working, like, or hunting because they're hound dogs, like, they don't do anything. Right. And that's probably why a lot of them that are just house trained like just get fat just get fat and that definitely happened to him um we put him on a diet he lost a lot of weight so now he's he 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 was almost 50 pounds wow and now he lost a bunch now he's like a little over 30 which is you know uh not ideal it's a little more than ideal but like you know he's happy we're happy he's a good dog he's um actually up 20 cl Right. But, so does my dog. Yeah, I actually I have a black lab. She's ten too, so she's older. Oh my god! And uh, she's the biggest disappointment for a hunter ever. <laughs> she hates the water and she doesn't fetch. What kind of lab do you know oh that d- hates the water and doesn't fetch? That's incredible. But I love her. She's a good house dog. Hell so. yeah! Like Bosco, he wakes up. The only time he gets out of bed is to in the morning when he comes down to use the bathroom, eat, then he goes back up in bed. He'll come down when he smells food for a treat, then he'll go back upstairs, then he'll have dinner, go outside, and then you don't see him until the morning. <laughs> he is like the lazy, he lives the life. Honestly, I could see him living till 20 because he does fucking nothing. Yeah. You know? But he, he is a really good dog. He's a howler, though. Oh, really? He, oh, yeah. He'll bark for hours at nothing. One night, I dude, I, I know we're on a wild tangent here, but like, whatever. Um, he was sleeping in my room. And he started barking. So, like, I turned on the light, and he was barking in his sleep. <laughs> in his sleep. Yeah, and beagles I are up, crazy. I woke him up, and he's looking at me like, oh, why are you waking me up? I'm like, because you're fucking screaming for no reason. He's crazy. Yeah, my Absolutely girlfriend's crazy. beagle. Do you know who Big Time Tommy is on I, Instagram? I think, oh, no, no. He's, he's on Instagram. He's this big Italian guy. He's, you know. Wait, is this a guy that's with Sal the Voice? That yeah, guy? pretty much. Okay, yeah, I know him. Yeah, so uh, he always has the cigar hanging out of his mouth and stuff yeah. like that. So my girlfriend's dog, uh, Patton, has he always holds a treat in his mouth and it looks like a cigar. <laughs> so I sent the picture to Big Time Tommy and he gave him a shout out. He was like, hey, yo, Instagram, it's Big Time Tommy. That dog is so cute. And I was like, yeah, it was great. That's awesome. That is absolutely awesome. Yeah, it's cool. And Sammy is a really good dog. He, um, he could probably... Be a hunting dog, no problem. He's like a, a weird mix, though. He's a bulldog mix and a um, uh, a King Charles Cavalier. Hmm. But he looks like a Boston Terrier, and this dog could hunt. He could run. Yeah. Loves playing fetch. And honestly, when I give him a bath, he jumps in the bath and begs for the water. To nice, on, yeah. So I want to take him swimming one day. Yeah, take but him out. I, I don't have a pool or anything, so hmm. I, and I'm scared to bring him to a lake, so I don't know. Right. Yeah, that's the Wait, hard you just, part. You just did your pull up nice. Yeah, oh yeah, bring oh, him over, bring right? I'm bringing Sammy over. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll bring this stuff, uh, the stuff, um, the swimmies. <laughs> I, I'm sure you would, uh, I wouldn't do that to you, but yeah. that'd be 
No dogs in does, the new pool. Does your dog swim? Have you ever had him? No, she no, hates the water. Hates. Like I said, she's, oh, yeah. she won't even go on the grass when it's wet. No yeah. way. She'll tiptoe on the bricks around the grass. That's so funny. Yeah. Wow. I wonder why. That's <laughs> so weird. Um, I want to a- ask you about your, your Emmy nomination because a lot of people also ask me questions on like, they're like, well, if the film's not finished, how do you get a nomination? So... How does that work? So, yeah, I mean, I got a nomination for a piece that I did through News 12. Okay. So Uh, so it's not on the the film. No, no, it's not on the film. See, I definitely made it seem like that. All right. That's my bad. bad. I'm I'm hoping. I mean, the the film, I'm hoping we'll get into film festivals and and things like the Emmys. I'm sure it will. uh, So this was the New York chapter Emmys, and I did a piece uh, called Long Island Shark Man which you can look up on News 12's website. Totally and uh, it was about this guy. He, he shark fishes off Tobe Beach and catches and tags sharks. And I did a full story on him, the video, and it was great. And it got nominated. Um, it, was a, it was a cool time. I, I didn't get the win this year, but uh, just being nominated was insane. And it's actually, from what I've heard from everybody else, it's harder to get nominated than to win. Really? Well, because you're, you know, nominated, I'm against, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of people. To yeah. narrow it down to five people in a oh, category, yeah, yeah, yeah. then to lose to five, you know. Like, yeah. But uh, it was a great experience. But this year I'm getting a fucking win. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. leaving there without a win this year. That's super cool, though. I, I didn't know that was from something else with News 12. So he's just a, a shark hunter, basically? Not a hunter. He's a conservationist, actually. He, oh, okay. he fishes for sharks off Tobey Beach, like right off the beach where people were swimming. And uh, his name's uh, Chris Vermill, I think is his last name is pronounced. And he catches sharks, reels them in, fights them. And then within two minutes of not even two minutes, probably of it being on the beach, he tags the sharks and lets them go so they can you know, find out when the next fisherman caught him, how far that fish went, how much it grown over a certain period of time. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. Was he ever on Shark Because Shark Week's been coming up soon. Was he ever on Shark Week? Or no, I don't think so. He's just a local guy. You yeah. know, he's a local guy that likes to shark fish, but he does care a lot about the, the fish and keeping the population around. Because, you know, a lot of people think they're just out there to eat people, but yeah they're they're not it's I'm just their ocean so yeah i'm a huge huge shark guy i even have a great white tattoo oh, yeah. um and i every year i watch shark week i think it's the coolest thing in the world i wish that like they had more of it and it was just a week like i wish like you know like hell yeah have like the week of shark week but like you know during the the year goes by have a couple like new episodes there have like a season of something you know because Narrowing it down to one week is kind of tough, don't you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you you would love this guy, man. If you go down to the east end of Tobe, he's always down there. And I've seen videos of him, like, giving the rods to people to reel in the sharks and everything. Really? Dude, we were there for not even an hour, and he hooked up with two at the same time. Oh, That's shit. how many there are. In, really? Yeah. Off Tobe? Off Tobe, like, right off of the sandbar where people are swimming. Damn. Yeah. How, does he cast that far? Or? Not that far, no. And these sharks come up. Yep. Wow. I'm shocked there's not a lot of, like, shark. I mean, I mean, realistically, less people die from sharks than a lot of things. Like, it, it never, it very rarely does happen. But, like, the fact that there are sharks there, and, like, I feel like nobody really says anything until they, like, see one. They're like, oh, my God, there's sharks here. It's like, 
Yeah. They really, and you're, you, what you said you were 100% right on is that it's their water. Yeah, it's, it's their, their awesome. land. We're just playing in it. Exactly. And they don't know that we're playing with it. They think we're fucking around with it. And technically, we are fucking up the oceans <laughs> right. constantly. I mean, now oh, everyone's out here with, you know, paper straws because apparently plastic straws are fucking up turtles and uh, and all these plastic bottles and all this stuff, which, like, I totally get it. Like, you see pictures of, of like, you know, people's garbage and stuff, and it's, it's bad. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. It really is. And, like, you know, us as... As humans, got to get together and, uh, you know, cut this shit out because, <laughs> like, they're just going to fucking torment animals that are just trying to live their normal life. Like, what if, like, an animal, like, started fucking with us and started tormenting us on everyday life? You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. They're an animal show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, that's actually pretty cool. So, how, how did it feel? So, where exactly was uh, the Emmys? So the Emmys was at the uh, Marriott Marquis in, in Times Square. Gotcha. Um, beautiful, you know, ceremony, huge gala. Everybody dressed to the nines. And uh, it, it was a couple hours long. Luckily, my category was like in the beginning. So gotcha. I just kind of got to hang out and, and drink afterwards. But oh, yeah. uh, I brought my mom. She was more excited than me. <laughs> I was going to bring my girlfriend and she was like, yeah, you should probably bring your mom. It's kind of a big you deal. You had one guest. Well, it's expensive. So yeah. like, you know, News 12 paid for my ticket because I was nominated, but my guest had to pay for their ticket. And it's like $400 for a ticket. Like, Holy yeah. Shit, so, I That's mean, it, it's no cheap night, but you get what you pay for. You know, yeah. the food was great. Everything was great. Oh, so. Yeah. That's cool news 12 picking up a tab for you though. Um, that lady, um, she's always liking my stuff. She is. Antoinette? Yeah. Yeah. That's... I don't know why I was drawing a blank on her name. I actually, funny story is that she gave me a shout out yesterday. Well, I gave her a shout out for commenting on that I was having you on the show. And then she posted up on her story. And then I, I, I messaged her. I said, thank you so much. Like, you're awesome. Because like. She is. Yeah. I, I always watch News 12 at night before I go to bed. And like she, well, besides Life PD, I definitely watch Life PD over News 12. Oh, yeah. Um, and like, you know, she's super cool. A, a lot of them are too. Yeah. Antoinette, I mean, she's my, she's my reporter. Like I, I work with her. She's the same shift as me. Like we work together all the time and she is just, she's phenomenal. She definitely gets on my nerves but we're, we're like we she's like my work wife you yeah. know <laughs> but uh no she's a great reporter awesome person and uh you know i was telling her about your podcast so that's yeah. why she was she, she was looking at you she even said the nicest thing ever she was like uh she says keep up with the good work and i was like god damn what a nice lady and she also knows um my friend john who did episode one yeah she lost journey she uh i think she was the one that like scheduled everything or I, he, he was on Facebook Live with them, and she was hosting it with another uh, anchor or reporter, and that was super cool. Right. I think she did a story on John, actually, yeah. uh, you know, because actually before he was on your podcast, I she told me about him. So I already knew about him when he was on. And, yeah. You know, it was a good episode. I listened to it. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, but yeah, she she's super cool. Is there anyone else that you were uh, actually? Uh, I had a question before that uh, with the Emmys. Oh, your tux, on point, dude. Oh, thanks, man. On I point. Mean... I had to use that picture for the Instagram. <laughs> I was like, 
He looks so goddamn good in this. Yeah, a little James Bond. Never heard yeah. anybody. Classic black tux. You know? uh, yeah, uh, I'm yeah. not used to the penguin suit. I, I, I wear shorts and a t-shirt to work every day. But Understandable. It, it felt nice to uh, get dressed up and, and go out. Yeah. Oh, another cool guy that you also work with is uh, Stone Gresham. That guy, very nice guy. He, he definitely did. I can't wait for my edition in Long Island to come out because, um, first off, he made it seem like we were cooking like five-star food here. Oh yeah, and like, I mean you, know, you are, man. This is I mean, food. you know, we definitely are. But he hyped us up like, uh, like you wouldn't believe. It was, it was incredible, and he was super cool. So he took a picture of me and everything. Definitely a nice guy. Yeah, he Stone's does some a great cool. Guy. Yeah, he does some cool work too. Stone's a great guy, and then your photographer who shoots those segments, uh, Drew Singh. He's he's a great photographer. So oh, he was super great. nice too. Yeah, they, we we cooked them a whole bunch of food, and they took it all. So hopefully they enjoyed it. I'm sure. If not. Fucking idiots. Yeah, outside. drunken idiots outside. Yeah. Always, always uh-huh. drunken idiots banging. Even if I record on a fucking Tuesday, <laughs> people come and they're banging on the fucking glass door screaming. And uh-huh. it's just like, what are you doing? It's, it's, it's fucking 1130 on a goddamn Tuesday. Well, it's a Thursday now, but like, fucking get it together. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, anyway, uh, that's super cool. Uh, let's, <laughs> how do you fucking segue out of a drunk asshole banging on the fucking glass? I have no idea. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, I would definitely like to talk more about, uh, like news 12 if you want to get into like your, your yeah, career. Sure. Cause I think that's super cool. Cause for, I've been watching news 12 for my, yeah, you know, pretty much my whole life. And to know that I'm friends with someone that is behind the camera for that. Like, that's so cool. Like, it's, it's definitely, that? I mean, it's. It's a cool job. I see new things every day. And like I said, I get to be creative. Um, I actually interned with News 12, and that's how I got the job. And uh, it, it's just, I, it, there's not enough good things I can say about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've done so many cool stories and, you know, met so many cool people through through News 12. And uh, also getting to see your work on TV, even though it's local news every day. It's still cool. It's it's a good good time, you know. Hell yeah! What what's I, I want to say? What is the coolest story you've done, and what's like the weirdest story you've done? Um, let's see. I mean, there's weird stories go everywhere. I mean, <laughs> I, just this week I did a story. This guy fell into a uh, a vat of chocolate. A what? A big giant vat of chocolate. <laughs> like he works in a chocolate factory, and he fell into that. Oh my and, god! And. Uh, Luckily, he was okay. You know, he could have been very hurt if not killed, but yeah, uh, he shit. was all right. So Some we kind really of Willy Wonka shit, right? Yeah, there. that's what I was. I was playing the Oompa Loompa song on the way out there. <laughs> but um, I don't know. My favorite story, uh, one of the coolest stories I did was with a uh, a surf camp, uh, but it's for special needs kids. Oh, that's cool. And they take take these kids out surfing. That's another hobby of mine. I love surfing. Um, so I got to go and shoot that, and I also. Uh, if you look on my Instagram, I do underwater and in the water photography too, wave photos and everything. Um, so I got to go in the water and actually, you know, film these kids, uh, which was really cool. That's gonna, that's gonna probably might be my submission for the Emmys this year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking that's super cool. And then the, the weirdest story, um, yeah, I mean, I've done a ton of weird stories. And <laughs> I don't even know what to get into, man. I mean, so, like, basically what happens is, like, uh, something will go on, and then you'll just go with Antoinette. 
Yeah, so I go into work. There's the assignment desk who gets all the calls of what's going on. They know exactly what's going on, and they send us where we need to go. So, like, one day I can be in Montauk, but then the next day, you know, Garden City or, you know, it's I'm all over the island. What time do you get into work? Um, It is different depending on the days, but uh, I I work weekends. I work 9 to 5.30 on the weekends. Gotcha. I also do the chopper, which the chopper is really cool. I fly in the helicopter. No way. Yeah. And, Dude, that's uh, so cool. Yeah. The, the, the chopper is awesome. You know, <laughs> you you never seen Long Island and New York like you've seen it from a helicopter. It really is like the best sight ever. God, have you have you ever taken like personal pictures? Yeah, I, I have pictures. I have video. I have everything. I mean... Basically, it's like flying a giant drone inside the helicopter. You, yeah. you have a you know a keyboard basically on your on your lap, and you're flying a camera that's on the bottom of, yeah. of the helicopter. I got a crazy story for you. So this guy Charlie, I met a couple of years ago um, when I was working in a bowling alley. Used to um, have be like exactly what you did. He was he did film for news and stuff. And one time they were going over um, the beach, and he's filming. And he's like was com- but he was filming like out the window of a plane. Uh, of, no, of, of the helicopter. Oh, the helicopter. Door open, and he's holding the camera. Now he couldn't get the best shot that he wanted, so he forgot that the helicopter is moving at like you know very fast pace. I don't know helicopter miles per hour oh, and yeah. stuff, but I would assume it's very fast. He stuck his arm out the goddamn door, holding the camera. He said that his oh arm God. whipped back, almost dropped the camera, almost fell out of the helicopter. The fucking pilot had to grab him and bring him back in. Like, he's, uh, he said to me, he goes, I never made that mistake ever again. He oh, goes, man. dude, I almost killed myself trying to get a good shot. I mean, think about it. I, it, takes, I, it takes 20 minutes to get from Farmingdale to New Jersey in a helicopter. That's wow. how fast you're going. That's bananas. So Thank I mean, God there's no traffic up there either. Yeah, bro. right. Well, there is, but it's <laughs> just air traffic, not as much as uh, the Bell Parkway. Yeah, very true. Very true. That's so cool, though. I had no idea that you were in the helicopter. Yeah, it's probably one of my favorite things to do. I mean, oh yeah. So basically, they'll just like you go in and they're like, okay, like here you go, like this is your task. But they ever give you multiple stories in one day? Or oh yeah. Only? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just Monday, I had my story changed five times. Oh wow. And you know, it's. It's frustrating because you go one place and then you start shooting and then they send you another place and you start shooting another story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you get really good stuff. I, I just did a, a story called The Rolling Rev. It's a, a mixed martial arts guy, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, two-time world champion. And he's a reverend at his church, too. So, oh, wow. You know, he did a really cool story like that. What so, a combo. Holy yeah. shit. God damn. That's super cool. Yes, yeah, it's um, always so, interesting. Yeah, definitely. Wow, a reverend and a, wow, holy shit! <laughs> that blows my mind. You know, just when you think you hear it all, you hear something like that. God bless him, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I go into this question a lot with well, basically with every guest, um, except so except for last show. Last show it really had nothing to do with anything. Um, what are your current goals? And then your future goals. You obviously tell me as many as you got and stuff with. Yeah. Well, I mean, my, my current goals, I, I have a ton of different current goals. I mean, there's for my film, it's mainly 
to finish the project and make it the best that I can make it. Um, and to enter it in film festivals and maybe win some awards on, on my film, um, which will happen for me. If I keep working the way I am, I know it's going to happen. Oh yeah. Uh, as far as news 12 goes, I would love to win that Emmy this year. You know, that's like the industry standard of, you know, greatness. So, has anyone else got a Emmy nomination? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. News Twelve has. I think they won twelve Emmys this year. Wow, they won. That's crazy. Yeah, and we, you know, we always rack in the Emmys because there's just a great group of photographers and and videographers, and they always make everything look phenomenal. And the reporters are great too. You know. Yeah. Um. So that's you know that's a big goal at News Twelve, and then in the future. You know, I, I always say I don't want to stay in news for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I love news. I would love to do something more creative, you know, like bigger. No, I don't know about as big as movies, but, uh, you know, somewhere in between. I would love to work on movies, 100%. Yeah. But being realistic, it's, uh, you know, that's a stretch. Yeah. So, um, but I would, you know, any anywhere. Uh, I, actually, one of my biggest goals would probably be Outdoor Channel or, or Nat Geo. Something like that. You know, I love being outdoors, photographing nature. So that's cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, and plus, you know, then you get to kill it. Like exactly what you said earlier. You get to kill two birds with one stone. You go out there, you're hunting and you bring right. a camera. I mean, and- I, I just feel I feel at home when when we're out there. So oh, yeah. and I see what these guys shoot and it's just unbelievable. Definitely. I'm uh like I said, I definitely want to come with you guys one time. That that sounds super, super cool to uh, you got experience. It. Anytime. Yeah. And then the fact that like you're basically bringing to like a ton of people's attention, like that's kick ass. You know what? I just like when I was thinking about making this film, I just it's it amazes me how many people, even people that live on Long Island mm-hmm. don't know that it goes on. Yeah. You know how many times I get the cops called on me for hunting in the bays, even though it's 100 percent illegal? Uh, 100% legal, <laughs> not illegal, uh, 100% legal and regulated. And actually, us as hunters pay more for conservation than other people do. Yeah. Our licenses go towards exactly. wildlife conservation. So, yeah. um, you know, and like, you know, it's totally like uh, there's people out there that definitely like shit on it. And they're like, oh, like, it's not this. It's not this. It's not that. But like it, it, it is mainly like, you know. It's a hobby, and I wouldn't really consider it like as long as you're not like doing it to dick around and be stupid. Like you're doing it for sport, you know. And you know and what? You're, you're doing it in a respectful, you know, manner. Everything we harvest, we eat. Mm-hmm. Nothing goes to waste. Yeah. It's not like we're shooting these birds and throwing them in a dumpster. We cook them up. Delicious, man. Waterfowl is good. Duck, yeah. yeah. You ever had a duck? I mean, I've had. Yeah, I have. How do, you, how do you like to geese? We make goose jerky. I mean, wait, really? Yeah, can you eat goose how jerky? Come no one has ever. Told Danny me just this. made a good batch. I mean, it was it was good. How do you make it? Uh, Danny uses a a dehydrator, and okay. just like you make any jerky. I mean, you season it, you put it in the dehydrator, and it came out. This year's batch came out really, really good. Damn. And uh, pheasant is actually, you know, one of the best things. It's just like turkey. Mm-hmm. It's uh, we actually make it into like pot pies. Like it's oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's awesome, dude. I, I, it's crazy. I had no idea. I, I really now I'm just jealous, and I'm a little also disappointed that I haven't been asked to come and cook. Yeah, I, I mean, will. 
as a, as a man who has his uh, his chef certificate, how how am I not being invited to fuck around with some duck and some jerky and stuff? That's that's a good question, man. I'm sorry I didn't think about it until now. I mean, not even that venison. I mean, I, I'm a little yeah. bit of a chef myself with venison. I, I believe it. I, I believe it. You know, my favorite thing is I take venison backstraps, split it open, cream cheese, jalapenos, and bacon, wrap it up. And dude, it's so good. That sounds wild. Now yeah. I've never had that before. How is the meat? Is it gamey? How how is it? It depends on how you cook it, man. Yeah. I mean, how you prepare it and how you cook it. I've had pieces that are really gamey, and it's you know it's a little bit more bloody and you know a gamier taste. But yeah, I've had others where it's the best meat, lean meat that you could have. So I mean, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, I definitely need to. And I dabble mean, my taste buds. Harvesting in, so. one deer will feed you through the whole winter. Really? Yeah, I still have meat in my freezer. I mean, really? Yeah. Oh wow, that's super cool. Then you actually can skin the deer yourself. Mm-hmm. Wow. How did you learn that? Um, through the guys in my film, actually. The the guy John and I. I was never a really big deer hunter. You yeah. know, I and I always say, just my personal opinion. If I was going to deer hunt, I wanted to do it with a bow. Yeah. I thought with a rifle, it's too easy and, you know, it's not really giving the animals a shot. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I really wanted to do with the bow. So John and and, uh, Mike and Pete, they're they're all big bow hunters, too. Mm -hmm. So he took me out and I actually got my first my first harvest on film uh, this past season, my first buck. That's so cool. uh, Is it hard shooting a bow? It takes a lot of practice. It's not hard. But it does take a lot of practice to get because you can't miss, you know, you miss, mm-hmm. you wound that animal and, you know, True. they'll live, but then it's not going to be they're good to have a fucking arrow in them. <laughs> right. So you don't want to miss. I won't take a shot unless I know I'm going to make it. Yeah. So. Oh, that's crazy. I definitely I would definitely like to play with a bow and arrow. Like I've always played with the ones that have like the suction cup on the end. <laughs> and I'm not good at it. So I can only imagine how it would do. You ever go to the uh, the axe throwing that they have in the city? Have no, I haven't. No, I haven't been there. I've a lot of my friends have gone. Yeah, I've seen it all over Instagram. It, it seems super cool. I, I did. We should go. Yeah, I'm down. That would be. Sick. You let me know. Hell yeah. I mean, we used to always just throw axes at trees at, at the upstate house and everything. So. <laughs> really? Yeah. Just draw. That brings us to the next topic. That's where Franz Fest began. Yeah. So, I mean, we used to have, unfortunately, we don't have the house anymore upstate, but Uh, uh, we used to have a house up in Bethel, um, which is right where Woodstock started. And we had this huge field and I was like, we have all this land. I just need a tent and people. So everybody came up there and it was just all out chaos it was awesome <laughs> and i came up with these games for the beer olympics and it really was the best thing ever and the first year wasn't that many people yeah then the second year got huge everybody comes as different countries mm-hmm. too you know i'm always representing germany but uh <laughs> you know what game i found wild the ice cube trade game i love that game yeah so everybody that... has straws and they have to you know suck out of each ice cube tray in a relay race to beat the other side that honestly when i saw them setting that up i was like this is fucking genius and you know what you wouldn't think an ice cube tray holds that much liquid but that game gets you fucked. <laughs> <laughs> you know not as much as das boot but oh, that das game gets you wild. going yeah oh my god i watched people do das boot uh, at the last one when i was announcing 
How did nobody throw up all oh, they over did. the place? Oh, someone did? Yeah, oh yeah, two people oh, my threw God. up. But That's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, it's just how it is. And, you know, Franz Fest is going to evolve over the years as mm-hmm. people start having kids and, yeah. and everything. As we get older, I'm still going to have it, but yeah. it's not always going to be a real Olympics. So mm-hmm. we're going to enjoy that for now. Hell yeah. So this, uh, the upcoming one, you're going to be having it again at another state park or something like that, right? Yeah, probably uh, at another state park. Um, it's not, I would love to have it at another house upstate or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it makes a weekend out of it and everybody stays over and we have a fire outside and everything. Uh, but we'll see what happens this year. We don't know the date yet. It's always in the beginning of September. So uh, we'll see that. But I think this year there's going to be one major change and it's not going to be countries this year. You're just going to have people think of... Everybody's just going to pick whatever they want. Interesting. So it might get a little a little interesting. Damn. Well, you, again, when we go over all the team names, like I'm definitely going to need to know them prior so then I could get ready for my jokes and stuff on them. Oh, absolutely. Um, I have to say... I have to say my favorite line that went over so many people, and I I, I keep saying this, um, it's actually in the introduction to the show. It's uh, I, I made fun of you guys with the Hey Arnold joke. And I think it was so complex that like it went over everyone's head and no one actually thought about it. What did you say again? So... I said flexing like there are said, Arnold, more like at, hey Arnold. I said no. <laughs> I was like, look at Team Jeremy over here, flexing like flexing all day like they're Arnold. And I said more like hey Arnold, you should have never stepped off the stoop, kids. <laughs> and and every I got were, it. I got it right away. Like, oh, and then like a couple seconds went by. They're like, oh shit, that was a fucking good roast. <laughs> it was like a, a double whammy, basically. That was probably one of my best fucking one liners I've ever said. Um, and you just come up with this stuff on the spot, or uh, like, I mean, like you I come up with a little bit. I definitely it. think about it prior, like because uh, you know, it's it's definitely hard to just grab a microphone and freestyle. Uh, I've done it before, and it's kind of uh, I don't really know the word for it. I, I just say it's more like you got to be quick on your feet. And sometimes what I'll do is I will talk too fast for what my brain is processing. And I'll skip words and mispronounce words and like go like this and like not fully pronounce the word and everything. And it's just like um, I'd rather sit down and look at who I'm like roasting first. And then I'm like, okay, like I could totally work with this and work this into here. And then and then like, you know, then I'll go over here and make fun of these people, whoever's standing here. I'll say this joke and stuff like that. And then like, you know, it's definitely you definitely plan it because you you don't want to look like a goddamn chooch. But, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot of it just comes from thoughts in my head, just thinking of roast, thinking of funny things. Like, I, I, you know, I watch a lot of SpongeBob. So if I could, like, get like a joke through SpongeBob or like oh, everybody loves SpongeBob jokes. Uh, yeah. And obviously, uh, if I get a, a funny joke through, um, you know, Hey Arnold, which is a classic oh, for yeah. everyone that was there. 90s kids, man. Exactly. And then, like, you know, Team Italy, what's, what's, what's Italy famous for? Gelato. Okay. Bunch of sloppy jalopies. <laughs> This fucking like that's I don't know to me I think that's just fucking hysterical. <laughs> it was great. And they took it home this year too. They won. I know. I can't believe that I shit talked them and then they freaking win the whole thing. The France Fish Trophy lives too. I mean it's it's in storage right now, but yeah, it's legendary too. 
everybody signs it after every year. So it's like That's the Stanley cool. Cup of Beer Olympics. I have a really sick. Uh, I've been planning my intro, my not my intro, but like my entrance to France Fest for this year. And I will tell you this: it's gonna be wild. Um, I'm stoked. Man. I'm excited. <laughs> and you know what? Also, I think after everybody saw it last year. They know more what to expect exactly. this year. No, so they're going to be ready. And I mean, we brought the confetti cannon out. Like, <laughs> they, everybody loved that. So I'm, I'm picturing that to be way bigger and better this year. For oh, sure. Yeah. I have to say that I definitely loved. Um, here, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm again, I'm, I, I'm talking before my brain processes what I'm saying. I think that no one knew who I was except for like my like three or four friends there. And they knew what they were expecting. And then everyone else had no idea who I was. So I guess they were kind of like, oh, like, why is this guy making fun of us? Like, he's funny, but like, it's weird. I took a screenshot of a video of this kid. Don't, I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm, I don't remember what he looked like. Uh, he was black, if that helps. I, I know there was one token black kid there, so you could probably narrow it down <laughs> pretty easy. Um, where he literally looked at his friend and was like, holy shit, this guy is hysterical and was like dying of laughter. Like I made a gif out of it because like his facial expressions during the joke was so funny. So it's great. Yeah, I, I mean, gonna, he definitely gonna, took everybody by surprise. Yeah, was, I'm going to come out, do the same spiel, and I'm sure everyone's going to, you know, eat it up, which, you know, I'll have to think of some uh, some good jokes for everybody. I mean, I'm sure people have some stupid team names and like, you know, I mean, I'm sure they'll wear my some one group shit. of friends last year was uh, it was countries and they were the Republic of Chad and they <laughs> yeah. dressed like a bunch of, a bunch of Chads, Chads and Brads. Yeah. yeah, I actually made a joke about them. I was like, don't laugh too hard. They're probably going to sue you. No, yeah. <laughs> Their parents will the, sue you. Right. Uh, that was a fucking classic one. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I told you this, but when when I came out, I wasn't going to fully roast like a lot of teams. Um, my plan was to have my friend Matt boo me. And then I was going to roast his team and see how I got the reaction. And if I got a good reaction, I'd keep roasting. And if I didn't get a good reaction, I would just go straight into into the whole um, like introduction of the teams and stuff. But before he could even boo, Team Italy started giving me shit. Yeah. And I was like, all right, like, shut up. Like, I got the microphone. It's my time. Like, so I, I called them out on it. Everyone loved it. And then I was just like, all right, everyone's fucking getting it now. Like, you're done. Yeah, they were a rowdy bunch, man. I mean, yeah. My friend Anthony was the one that uh, started giving you some yeah. stuff. And He's like, of course we're fucking ready. What do you think we're here for? I was like, oh, of course, Team Italy is a bunch of fucking sloppy jalopies. <laughs> um, I, my favorite part about... Uh, the thing the video was is when you're behind me and I see how amped up you're getting during <laughs> during me saying it's time and then you got the whole crowd to cheer my name and shit like it was so cool and I use a lot of it in my intro so thanks to you I have like a killer intro hey man I'm no hype man but like you gotta get a little hype for Johnny Showtime. You gotta. <laughs> so, Yo, I, I learned a little bit, man. I'm definitely this year. Hopefully, I'm a little bit better. So, no, nah, you'll be golden, man. You'll be golden. My um, my friends came to my first ring announcing gig for pro wrestling, and they uh, when I walked out, they started chanting my name. They're like Johnny Showtime. I'm like going like, and it was like 15 of them. So it definitely got pretty loud in like a. Small area for about like 500 people. So like you definitely hear the 15 people oh, out of yeah. 500. And I go, uh, after I announce the match, I go back into uh, what they call guerrilla position, which is behind the scenes, like 
where the cameras and everything are set up. And one of the wrestlers looks at me. He goes, were people cheering your name? And I was like, yeah, I got a bunch of friends here. He starts laughing. He goes, dude, in my 15 years of wrestling, I have never heard anybody cheer for the ring announcer. <laughs> I fucking died. That's awesome. I said, I looked at him. I said, dude, it's just because my friends, you know, they're definitely a little drunk. But like, you know, if you knew me more, you'd understand why they were going bananas and stuff. And he just shook his head. He goes, dude, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's so cool, man. It's cool that you do all that, uh, the ring announcing too. That's Thank you, man. What's funny is I always had like a passion for it, but like I never um, like went into doing it. And then my friend started wrestling and he goes, dude, you got to do it. And then I got into it and it's like one of those things where like you get like a high from it because like you're in front of a whole bunch of people. You're, you're making a choreographed wrestling match seemed like a fucking gladiators like from the roman from the coliseum like going at it and like it gets people into it i always say like the best part about pro wrestling is if the ring announcer is doing a good enough job to make it seem like these are superhero characters bruce buffer does it absolutely fantastic man he makes you think like holy shit somebody's gonna die today you know and that's, you know, I kind of base my ring announcing off him. Oh, yeah. You're, it's time. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I obviously stole that Classic. It's awesome. I did want to, I, I did always want to go to It's Showtime, but like, I don't want to make it about me. So I just kind of stole Bruce Buffer's thing. Yeah. Like, big deal. It's I'm great. sure he'd appreciate it. I'm sure. Um, I wanted to also talk about, I was wondering, and I mentioned it to you through DMs, if we could film like a commercial or something, would you be down to help me do that? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm always uh, available to help you out there. So. All right. Cool. I. I, I for just, for this place. For for Showtime. I'm oh, both. for show. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Not Let's not for it. not for the restaurant. Fuck that. I'm I'm selfish right now. It's, it's about. <laughs> oh hell yeah. Let's do it, man. Um, I just got to think of a cool idea. I, I kind of have something, but like I don't really know. It's kind of nerdish, but so we'll what? talk about it. Dude. I mean, if you have any ideas too, like definitely like, yeah, I'll know. start thinking of something for sure. Yeah. I you mean, know, like I'm not in a rush to do it, but like definitely like, you know, let's, let's think about it and see what we could throw together. I mean, nothing crazy like about like, you know, like 30 seconds, 45 seconds of a, like, hell know, yeah. 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 Anything longer than that. I mean, it's, you're going to lose attention. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I always see um, people promoting like bang energy or something and like three seconds and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, this is not entertaining. <laughs> No, hell yeah, I'm I'm totally down for that. I've actually got a couple ideas going through right now. So beautiful. We'll we'll, we'll think of that. We'll All definitely right. do that. Cool. I'm down. Now, um, I, I I just wanted to thank you for letting me do Franz Fest. Oh, you're um, man. Thank because, you. Oh, stop, please. I just showed up and said a whole bunch of shit. Um, but like that was super cool. Like, and I had it on Instagram Live, and like it definitely. You know what it is? Like, the more you do things, the more comfortable you get in front of people. So the fact that you allowed me to do that before one of my uh, actually pretty big uh, shows, like it definitely warmed me up. So it was fucking awesome. And I hope that you let me do it every single goddamn year. I hope you want to do it every year, man. I mean, the crowd was behind you 100%. (laughs) And uh, I actually, I had a million people ask me, who was that guy? He was awesome. (laughs) Like, and uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, probably, like I said, my favorite part of Frostfest. So uh it it can't get better than that yeah i but, yeah go ahead sorry yeah no it's okay i mean i think this year we're gonna have to get you a little bit better stage 
than uh, oh, two what, tables. What was, what was wrong with the two tables pushed together? <laughs> I don't know. I got to make it better. I got to always make it better. So we got to also, I, I definitely think that we, we make that trophy I was telling you about with the beer cans, like a Stanley cup. Oh yeah. I mean, unless if you want to, like, I'm told if you have another idea, whatever, but like we, uh, I could start collecting cans or some shit. We'll just spray paint them silver and write. Yeah, know, we can do everything. I mean, it, the, the trophy definitely needs an update. Yeah. We'll have the original there because it has all the names signed yeah. on it, but we'll definitely, it definitely needs an update. Yeah. So it's just tough because like, you know, if you make things about money, then people like, you know, get crazy. Well, that was another executive uh, decision. I actually, I asked a couple of my friends, but. Uh, there's not going to be any money involved in the games this yeah, year. Yeah, it should be about fun. Have like a again like a trophy, and then people could take pictures with it and brag about it to their friends. I, you know what I, I thought by putting money involved, they would keep the drunken yeah. idiots more more focused on the games. Nope. <laughs> but uh, that that didn't happen anyway. So it yeah. just made everything more intense. Yeah. There's one kid that I'm not going to name him. He's not coming back because he got too intense. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, I mean, there's not going to be any money involved this year. So, good. very good. Um, yeah, I mean, I I love I love Frank's Fest. I really do. I did. Oh, I, I did a hot waiting contest, and like people again, a lot of people didn't know me, and they came up to me, and they're like, "Dude, I have no idea who you were, but like, that was awesome. <laughs> like, you really made this seem like it was a crazy event instead of a bunch of sloppy ass kids eating fucking hot dogs." And I think. Getting that says a lot, you know. Like, yeah, I definitely. T- you know, I think about it a lot. I'm just like shit. Like that. That was pretty goddamn cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping I get, you know, for for the film. I hope I get reactions like that, you know. Oh, I'm sure uh, you will, dude. Dude, just the the teaser video. I, I'm not saying this to like jerk you off. It gave me chills. It really. There was like a couple points in it where like I felt it, like the chills in my back, and I was like, holy shit, like. I had no idea it was going to be like this fucking cool. Thanks, and, like, man. I, I hope everybody it. understands. Like, I'm going to definitely help you promote like on my page. And I want people to follow you know, your page and stuff. And like really, and I want them to watch the film and everything because like, dude, that was, I'm getting the chills right now talking about it. It was a killer. Thanks, it was man. absolutely killer. I appreciate that a lot. And you know what? Actually, I have a surprise for you today too. Uh, Stop. You guys and your podcast will be the first if you want to put it in. Yes. <laughs> the, I don't even know what it is, but yes. I made an audio trailer. Uh, so it's a trailer without the video, which it will be the same trailer. But the trailer for the film has not been seen by anybody yet. Oh. And I will let you put it in this podcast uh, just to get a glimpse of what it's going to sound like. You're not going to see the video, but you'll get a glimpse at the sounds of the dogs and the sounds. I have one better. Yeah. Instead of putting on a podcast, because you really can't go back and like edit and stuff and right. be weird. How about you send me like a really sick picture mm-hmm. with the audio attached to it and I'll put it on the Instagram. Hell yeah. And then people could just like listen to it and, and see like, you know, pick like a sick like picture for like the background, whatever. Let's do it like that. Yeah, sure. Uh, then- whatever you want to do. I, I just figured... Give it to Showtime Unplugged to uh, show people first, and then Fuck yeah. you know another couple couple weeks, and the uh, the full trailer will be out on my website Let's and on uh, Beyond the City Skylines Instagram. I am a hundred percent down. Anytime someone wants me to promote something on on the page or on the podcast, like all about it, and it, especially this, this is such a killer idea. So I'm I'm definitely excited to see the film. I again, I'm gonna be there for the. Um, the first release day of uh, oh yeah, and I you know what I actually have a friend that owns a uh, 
a movie theater on the island. So no, um, it's not trying. the most theater in Levittown. Like no, it's theater. not the rat theater. No, <laughs> there's not any rats in this theater. I don't think. Uh, it's actually uh, Belmore Playhouse. It's it's a friend of a friend. But cool. I I talked with him briefly, and we're gonna try to be able to screen it there for a day. I'll fucking so. be there, bro. I will definitely be there. Uh, we reached the one hour mark, so I usually like to wrap things up around here. Is there anything else you'd like to add? No, I mean, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, you know, like like I said, I, I didn't know how a, a podcast would really go, but I could talk about this film forever. Man. Oh, yeah. I, I, it's my huge passion, and I just can't wait till it's done and, and for people to enjoy it and learn more about what we have here on the island and uh, and in New York. And, uh, you know, if you, if you want to check it out, go to, uh, as I said before, btcsfilm.com. Um, that's the website. And then give me a follow on, on Instagram beyond the city skyline. Well, you heard it there. I'm going to make sure everyone sees these links that are clickable. I'm going to link it to the podcast, uh, on the podcast app and Spotify. It'll be in the Instagram post, everything. I'm going to push it. I want everyone to see it. And the crazy thing is, is like, not only is this a killer film, the creator of this film is amazing. Thomas, Franz is an incredible human being. I have zero bad words to say about him. He is an awesome person. Um, I don't think anyone really even has bad words to say about you either. Every time someone brings you up, they're always talking very highly of you. So I thank you. Honestly, thank you for coming on. I I appreciate appreciate the hell out of it. My pleasure. Um, And again, I can't wait to see the finished product. And I'm sure it's going to be absolutely kick-ass. And I will be praying and crossing my fingers that uh, we get... Not only a nomination, I just said we, my bad. Oh, no, yeah, <laughs> you. <laughs> you're as much as part of this now as I am. So uh, That you get a nomination, not only get the nomination, but you win. Because that would be such a kick-ass moment. Yeah, it's it'll happen eventually, man. Hell yeah. You just got to with anything. And it's the same thing with your podcast and then anybody else that's doing anything creative out there. If you just keep doing your best and pushing, I mean, so, something good's going to happen for you. As a good company and friends that I know uh, called The Movers, they always say, keep on moving. <laughs> and so I always Hell try yeah. to use that in my head, too. Yeah. So great. that does it. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. Tom, thank you so much for coming on again. You were awesome. The show was awesome. Everything about you is awesome. More drunk idiots towards the end, of course. How <laughs> fucking goddamn annoying. But we're going to end it. Everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, tell your friends, tell your grandma. And for that, peace, love, and showtime.